Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 3, Episode 24, a.k.a. Episode 100, Woo-hoo! where we watch Survivor, Season 37, Episode 1. And I'm Chris Lorenz. Robert Kitts. I'm Harrison Hoffman. This is James. The island nation of Maxagascar. Uh, pretty good name this week, Max. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. We're finally here, guys. 100. It's taken us a long time. So we're in syndication now, right? We get that syndication money? Yeah. Ooh, that'd be great. We get that syndication money? Seinfeld, pay us. <laughs> <laughs> pay up. <laughs> That's how that works, right? Yep. Seinfeld definitely gets to pay us. Yeah. We, we've done all the Seinfeld reality TV shows that are there. So, like, we're good. We're done. We've done it. We made it, guys. We, we did it. Cars big. and comedians getting coffee? Is that a reality show? Yeah. That's not a reality show. It kind of is. Is it a talk show? It's a talk show. You're right. Yeah. That's, if we do that Kramer reality tour in New York, maybe. Oh. <laughs> that could be a reality show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's All see right. it back here. Survivor. Uh, Harrison, you got the show description for us? The Emmy Award-winning series returns this fall for its 37th season themed David versus Goliath. This edition features 20 new castaways divided into two groups of 10 strangers. Castaways who make up the David tribe have overcome adversity in their lives, while castaways on the Goliath tribe tend to capitalize on their individual advantages and use it against their opponents. (laughs) This extreme game of social politics will focus on the underdogs versus the favorites and reveal that every Goliath has an Achilles heel, while every David has a secret weapon. These castaways will be forced to compete against each other with the same ultimate goal to outwit, outplay, and outlast each other in an attempt to become the sole survivor. The show returns to the Mamanuka Islands in Fiji with Emmy Award winner Jeff Probst as host. That's Survivor on CBS. Can I give Harrison a shout out for the Mamanuka Islands? <laughs> you just you said that with such confidence. I just it took me a lot of practice to get that one down. <laughs> Well done. Well done. When did you start practicing? Right before I read that word. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Pretty good reading right there. Appreciate that. That was a hefty show description. It was. I I, I warned you guys before. It was, it was a big one. I think when you have 37 uh, seasons of something, the description gets a lot more detailed than some of the other garbage we watched. This is yeah. the first time we've done a season 37 or higher, right? I mean, to be. challenge is close. Ooh. Yeah, challenge is only at we did it at thirty. We did yeah. it at twenty nine. Twenty nine. If you count the challenge with the stars or whatever the hell, <laughs> the other knockoffs thing. Oh yeah, that would bring it up to like thirty five, maybe forty. I think this might be the longest running show we've done though. Yeah, definitely well, for sure. The one is it the one with the most seasons that we've done? I think so. Or just overall? Over just like how many seasons I, of Real World have there been? Not we haven't done the real world. Though. I know we haven't done it, but yeah, that's a potential one. More. Real world could be in the conversation, but I don't think they're pumping out as many seasons. They're as not Survivor. pumping out the same number of seasons. They're they're in like three seasons a year or something crazy. Survivor is yeah, that's nuts. I believe the longest running uh, reality show is The Mole. They started filming a third season, and the The Mole still hasn't revealed themselves, so they couldn't release it. <laughs> It's the meta game still going on. Oh man! <laughs> but but that is the the key question that uh, I think I have with this is like, when did this show first come on? Like it's been on the air forever, as long as I can remember. Summer of two thousand. Jeez, shit. 
Was that during the writer's strike? When was the writer's strike? No, that was, James. That was like 2007. That was, oh, yeah, okay. that was when we were in college. Pre writer's strike. Way this pre. is like the first competition reality show. Yeah. This is pre 9 11. It's true. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. This is definitely the birth of like competition reality shows. I mean, Whereas effectively. Like, real World was kind of the, the birth of just like regular reality drama shows, hangout drama shows. Yeah. Which didn't really catch on until after, like, all these other reality shows kind of, you know, mm-hmm. people started watching them. But, like, which started with the show. Yeah. Yeah. You had, you had Survivor. In, you, had, you had Amazing Race pretty quick on, on its heels after that, I think, too. There was a lot of copycats immediately. Like The Mall. Yeah. Which we've done. <laughs> what a great show. Hell of a show. Uh, all right. Moving back to Survivor now. Uh, but they're talking about the start of Survivor, like, it's... You know, people know, but like, it's just was it like it was crazy how popular that show was for like the first like two or three years. It's a bona fide cultural phenomenon when that show came out. I mean, so let's get into that. So I have seen the first season of Survivor, and that's it. I've seen a handful of other episodes. Wow! Because my parents have seen every other season of Survivor. Wow! You watched season one, you just walked away. You're like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I did. In in their, I just kind of stopped watching TV pretty much at that point. In their, in in their, in their thirty-seven seasons deep. Yeah. Oh man. I think my dad has actually seen every season, but my mom has only seen seasons two through thirty-seven. I think that they might like Survivor more than I like the challenge, if that's even possible. I don't know. I feel like (laughs) you're just they're just like, you know, watch it every year, and that's what they do. Like I don't know. I don't know if they ever really thought about like how much they actually like it at this point. It's just like, oh, Survivor's on again. That's what we watch on whatever Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Survivor Wednesdays. Yeah. Definitely. It's definitely just a like, you know, somebody buying lottery tickets every week. It's very similar. It's getting that habit. Should we have had your dad on this podcast? Expert. Drop the ball. You know, he's going to be here this weekend. So, oh, Oh, we got to pause. (laughs) We got to (laughs) stop. Get him here. I don't know. Probably not. But uh, yeah. So. I really enjoyed the first season of Survivor. I thought it was like kind of a fun, like the crazy naked guy was really cool. Like that was just kind of like just a cultural phenomenon at the time too. So it was just like, like, like I remember people talking like, have you seen this crazy show where they're eating rats? Like, like they're they're just living on this island eating rats. Like, this is a show that's on TV, and like it was crazy at the time because there weren't weren't shows like that. Like, and then Fear yeah. Factor came along. It's like, yeah, we're just gonna eat rat and bugs all the goddamn time. Yeah, that's all it is. It, but yeah. th- but this show did press the envelope into like kind of a whole new genre of space, right? Like that's how I recalled it. I didn't know if there was other shows, but I feel like this is really what's kind of like stoked a lot of the other like genres that we now kind of like take for granted this is true for the u.s Mm. big brother started in uh the netherlands in 97 oh interesting john de mole i I feel de mole de mole (laughs) that's his name i feel like this is like the mecca of our podcast like this started it all every like branch of show we've started what we've seen comes from like this like this is highly which starts most of all of the trends that we saw. It's 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 influential in so many different ways. It's really influential production-wise, the concept of a competition reality show, the strategy behind it. Like I remember watching the first season and some dude formed an alliance and you're like, I didn't even know you could do that. 
in this in this situation. Yeah. And it's no, uh, there's definitely a thing where like people are like they're cheating. Yeah, there's <laughs> like there's like there's like and they were calling it like there's like the alliance because like no like like it was the only only people that thought to do it. Like right, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they essentially like laid out the formulas and patterns and stuff that like has now evolved into other like flavors of it. But I think it all kind of stems back to here. There's there's so much as we were watching this. There's like there's so much from the challenge that is direct like shot for shot of this kind of stuff um, from a pattern and like formula layout. Uh, there's so many other elements of like any of the like singing shows or talent shows that like kind of come from this. The whole concept of immunity. We've already talked about alliances. Yep. There's just so many things that that like all roads kind of point back. It seems uh, to this or the show from the Netherlands. I didn't yeah, know, I didn't know you don't know what Big Brother thing. is. The what? Yeah, Big Brother. Yeah, was that before this? I don't know the, yeah. the history of it. Well, yeah. it wasn't in the U.S. Mm. But that's the Netherlands show, Big Brother. Uh, oh, so it wasn't a Survivor show. No, it, it. But like, we're saying that that might have been the first competition reality show. We're saying that maybe Survivor is the first competition reality show. I see. It's the yep. first big one in America. Yeah, you wouldn't. We wouldn't have any of these shows without it, for sure. Although, like, Road Rules definitely started before this, right? Road Rules was definitely before this. So, like, you know, there's definitely some... There's, a, li- there's a little predating this, but nothing, so like, that was anywhere near as popular. What I heard is MTV is oh, the creator of reality TV. Well, yeah, like... Definitely. The Challenge is for sure one of the early competition reality yeah, I, shows. I mean, I know about the challenge. Okay. No, but easy, that's the easy. real world. Real world, that's where that yeah, comes yeah, yeah. from. Real right. world is definitely considered one of the first reality shows. Like, Got it. I, I can't say definitively that it's the first one, but it's like early '90s. It's before Big Brother UK. It's before this. It's before mm-hmm. a, like anything I can think of. Road Rules was 1995. 95 oh, Road damn. Rules. Take that Netherlands. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's All right. wild. All right, let's. I I don't think in season one they had immunity idols, did they? They just said the team one. Yeah. They didn't have all these yeah, yeah. S- individual. The, the individual. I think I think the challenge is to steal those. There's this whole basically side game that has apparently developed over these 37 seasons. I haven't seen a bunch of the like any of the recent seasons at all, where like they just hide a bunch of immunity idols on the island. So like instead of just fucking chilling, sitting around all the time, like people actually just have something to go do, and then so they go explore the island and try and find these idols. I yeah I. I mean, that's the biggest difference I can see in this between season one and season 37. For sure. The production uh, value is much better, but like... That's arguable. <laughs> I feel like the challenge is... Uh, we'll, we'll get into it because we can it, talk about it. Has more. Jeff Probst been there the whole time? He has, yeah. and it doesn't look like he's aged a day. Like, that guy looks the same as he did in 2000. He's wearing the same clothes he wore back then. Yeah. Nothing's it, changed. Well... He's, uh, it it feels like his face doesn't move as like it used to move. I have some questions. And, you know, He's that. Maybe done some things to preserve that look from two thousand. I don't know if you want to hold the is Jeff Probst the Joker conversation for later, <laughs> or if we should get into that right now. Well, let, let me let's, we let's roll back a second. Oh. Where <laughs> I just say what happened in this episode, okay. and then yeah. we can get into the minutia of whether Jeff Probst <laughs> is the Joker and <laughs> that other dude is Batman. Okay. Okay. Uh, so they start off the show, the intro, the two groups come in on two different boats. One is considered the Goliath group. One's considered the David group. The Davids had to work th- to get where they are in life, apparently. And the Goliaths didn't or something. I don't really understand exactly Dude, how the Davids Goliaths and Goliaths. 
regardless self-explanatory then they do some sort of challenge where the winners got like a bunch of wood for to make their shelter and then they go back and it's fucking pouring for like who the fuck knows how long days and, and like sometimes it's not raining but most of the time it's pouring and they have to build this shelter and there's a bunch of drama whoever's like doing the work and telling people to do the work which we'll get into i'm sure uh and then they go do this challenge and goliaths win david's lose and then on the way back one of the teammates which i have written down somewhere pat pat Pat. like gets injured on the boat somehow on the way back it has to be airlifted out of the island and so they didn't have to do the immunity idol thing he's just gone and yep. That's it. That that's the episode. That's the episode. There you go. We uh, there's lots of minutia supposedly around Jeff probes. <laughs> yeah. So so we're kind of starting to get like you know this 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 guy gets injured, and Jeff rolls in, and like whether it's the pouring rain or whether he's looking at a guy who's in serious pain, he just got a big old smile on his face that's just like plastered on there, and it, it doesn't seem to move. And it's uh, it's a little weird. Kind of reminds me of that guy who's a little too happy in Parks and Rec. No one else has watched Parks and Rec. I've watched I've watched it, every episode of Parks and Rec. You've you got to be more specific than that. Rob something. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah the Rob the healthy Lowe? guy. Rob Traeger. Yeah. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe's character. Yeah. Rob yeah, Lowe's yeah, yeah. character. Oh he smiles yeah. A bit yeah. Too yeah. Much. Yeah. Chris sure. Chris Traeger. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if we were going to... What's that actress? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Rob Lowe. Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> Rob and, Lowe's uh, character. <laughs> and Pat can be Batman because uh, the, in the latest Batman movie, he broke his back, right? So. Oh, yeah. Justice League, he broke his back? The, no, not... We <laughs> don't not count a real that. Batman That's movie, not okay? a real Batman Firstly, <laughs> all right. You, you know, Dark Knight Rises. You don't believe in the in the Batfleck? I don't believe in that DC garbage nonsense. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, Batman is DC regardless. The Christian Bale movies were DC. Whatever that, too. New, whatever that new fucking bullshit was was horrid. I mean, is that, right. I mean the Zack Snyder cinematic Zack universe. Zack Snyder's <laughs> corrupted dream on heroin and ecstasy overdose. Whoa! Combines together. And a mutatious flood of nonsense. Sucker punch. Put it on. Put it on the back of the I box. Don't understand the sucker punch <laughs> I like the quote, though, but yeah. All right. Sucker punch is another Zack Snyder movie that's not. Nobody Batman gives themed. a fuck about sucker punch or <laughs> Zack Snyder and his bullshit Max. No. Trying to derail me, James. For my quote about James, this shut the fuck up. I was the movie. first to this anti DC train. No, you weren't. Woo woo. <laughs> Can't all right, guys, let's roll back. <laughs> Max got me all worked up on this. You guys let's should roll fight about it. <laughs> should, right, should, should we, we need to do a Snyderverse pod episode? <laughs> I invented the boyfriend experience. Okay, James? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even do Do we have to explain that for the, the pod? He doesn't even get that reference. He wasn't he, here. Yeah, he wasn't here for yeah, that you, reference. He makes references that <laughs> I don't know about. That's cool. All right, side note. We watched another episode of Gigolos. <laughs> And it, eight, it was it was my first episode of Gigolos. Mine too. And, and like the agency head comes in and he's like, "Yeah, I'm tired of all this like you know stigma around some sort of Gigolos and how all their clients are blah blah blah." So I came up with this. I want to get some hotter chicks in here. So I came up with the term boyfriend experience. 
What a concept. He came up with the term. So, you know, he's definitely number one. He's an innovator. <laughs> anyway. So, Survivor. Survivor. So, teams are introduced. And the Goliath people looked real happy about this whole situation. Oh, yes. The the David people, they looked kind of pretty moot. Like, they're like, all right, I guess this is what's happening. A little intimidated. I think so. The, the, the main thing I, I took away from the whole intro of the two teams thing was Jeff was just real in on this. This is a this is a social experiment, and we're doing the metaphor of David versus Goliath. It's like, give it a rest, Jeff. I like, definitely get the sense that this whole David versus Goliath concept was Jeff Probst's idea, and so he's really trying to sell it when he's in the show. Mm. Like, I mean, I he is like every season is like this now. If Jeff is just selling that whatever that new theme is <laughs> 37 seasons deep we're digging for concepts this one's gonna take a little bit to explain so you gotta bear with me i mean he is an executive producer on the show survivor so. fish versus barrel <laughs> 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 so he's definitely trying to sell this whole thing for sure yeah like if this show goes down he goes down with it i think like he's going down with the ship He's making plenty of money from the show, and he he wants that to continue. Yeah, I clearly, clearly. So this show definitely reminds me of a lot of just like network TV, where like ABC and like the news were just like, gotta get everyone on this this show has some sort of sob story, every single person, oh, and yeah. they have to go through it, and now everyone's emotionally invested because they have some sort of sob story. Like, why would you pick somebody that doesn't have a good backstory when you can pick from anybody to be on this show? I because I don't know because they'd be good in this You're competition. Just like, I'm Joe. That's it. <laughs> I'm just in the background now. I'm Joe. I lead a pretty solid life. Yeah, I'm an accountant. <laughs> well, well, a lot of these people's dreams are to be on Survivor. This is like I think that this is one of the biggest differences perhaps from season one is that like survivors become such a thing. Like this one dude said, like, my two life goals are was it like become like become a cop and be on survivor? Is it something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh and now he's done both of them. So Max, I have a question for you. Hit me. What's our weirder dream? Being on Survivor or being a mermaid? Yeah. <laughs> I asked this while watching the show, and I honestly, I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, that's kind of a weird shout out to a Florida Shore, where somebody's dream was to become a mermaid. It's a real greatest hits episode right now. Yeah, episode hundy. Got got to put all the stops for episode hundred. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rob, did you like the mayor of Slamtown? Let's the talk ambassador with the- <laughs> of abdominals, the Monday night showdown. Oh, man. He was something else. That guy had some big time wrestler hair. Oh, so, totally. So one of the Goliaths is a professional wrestler who has like 37 nicknames that he proceeded to go through one by one. And then- Can you be a professional wrestler and not be on the WWE? Yeah. Is that yeah. a thing? Yeah, totally. He, he operates in Mexico. 
Yeah, so yeah, so he explains that right now he's got this gig in Mexico where he just goes and quote unquote acts like the big obnoxious <laughs> American so that they'll, what so they'll root against him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely is his acting chops are to the roof, I think. <laughs> I don't know. He tells the luchadors they have masks because they're ugly. Yeah. What a burn. What a burn. Sick burn. Uh there was so this this challenge starts then they do this challenge on this boat thing where the Goliaths have to pick out two of weaklings. The de- weaklings and they're like oh the one person they said was like Big Bang Theory dude. And I don't remember the first what the purple first drug purple hair. Yeah, it was purple hair and big bang theory. So Christian Christian was the Big Bang Theory dude. Yep. And he definitely seems like he could be on the Big Bang Theory. There's lots of great producer cuts of him and the confessional booth. Amazing level of production. There's that one in particular. The one in particular is just like kind of him fading and zoning out as he's talking, rambling on. It's great. Yeah, he's like, he's explaining something. And they, they cut fading out as if like he definitely went on for like twenty minutes, <laughs> and they just showed a little bit of uh, <laughs> along the way. So good, it was great. Uh, so yeah, so they picked the two weakest Davids and the two strongest Goliaths, but then the twist is the Davids decide there's different obstacles, and Davids decide which ones they get to do and which ones the Goliaths get to do, so they might get be able to get the advantage back. Which I think they picked rather well. They did. We were we were questioning their picks. All, they, almost perfect, I would say. Yeah. I, I don't know if their second round pick. Yeah. Second round pick was questionable. Yeah. Like they picked like go under these nets. Definitely looked pretty hard. They should have made the giant wrestler guy go underneath those nets. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And going through those like hoop they like to go through like some sort of like net seemed pretty easy, which yeah. is what they had to do. But then giving those dudes like that giant 3D puzzle at the end. It versus the slider puzzle, definitely. Yeah, and it really ended up not mattering because, like, this dude apparently wrote some kind of algorithm to solve like slide puzzles, so he knew exactly how to do it. So he just steps up and goes whoop 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 whoop, and the challenge is over. Um, Jeff yeah. couldn't believe it. Jeff wasn't ready to check that it was actually done. Yeah, Jeff's like, "Oh, I, I can't. <laughs> I've never seen this before." <laughs> I mean, it didn't look like it would be that hard either. It's not like when you have to like put a face in a slide puzzle where you've got to like maneuver a bunch of pieces into the right slots. It was just like move one big piece all the way down, which I mean, if you've done a slide puzzle, it's not like super complicated to move one piece where you want it to go. It's just when you need to move all the other pieces in conjunction with that piece, definitely very difficult. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And like building a three, the dudes didn't even get a really chance to do three D puzzles. This is stuff. This is done. They pretty much stepped up to it. and They're like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay, it's over. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they did it in five seconds. So like, there's not much you can do there. Dude was just beating himself up. He's like, well, I could have optimized better and blah blah blah. Shut yeah, up, that dude. was you the fucking one. Just go to hell. That <laughs> was the great producer cut. He was like talking about how, you know, I should be happy, but I'm kind of just like looking back at how bad I did. I'm like, what? Five seconds. Like I could have done at least two seconds faster. <laughs> Where's the timer on this thing? Then this is the meat and potatoes of Survivor. It seems is like. Building the shelter. Well, I, I, got, I, got one, I got one comment on this first part All here. Right. Like, do you think that if the Goliaths had won, because, like, p- 
probe spends so much time teeing up this David versus Goliath thing, and you know maybe appearances aren't what they seem, and sometimes Goliath can win, and like if the if sorry sometimes the Davids can win, and like if the Goliaths just come in and they just wreck the first challenge, and they're just like, well, I guess that's exactly what everyone thought was gonna happen, like. It, it it doesn't work great with the story, so, so I wonder if they just got a backup cast on another boat. They're just like, all right, this one didn't work out. Swap <laughs> in the casts. Oh, Let's try great. that again. Oh, man. I don't think they do that. I think I, it's just teed up super, like, you know, if they needed the glass, the Davis to win, maybe they get the producers in there to be like, you know, maybe you want, you know, this. So, so I, I think if that happens, like, getting blown on the first challenge doesn't totally ruin the storyline because now it's like the David's got to come back. And that's just they start rigging the challenges, like be like they would have to. They they figure out ways to sort of tilt the balance, you know, put the producer thumb on the scale so that the Davids can like come back. I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I feel like you would want it to be that the Goliaths win in the first one, so that there's like the underdog story. They just won in the first thing, so it's not an underdog story anymore. Damn, James is you're onto something. I don't know. I I, I think it was a lot more impactful because like if 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 like if we just watched this first episode and then the Goliaths just blew him out in like the first two, you're just like, all right, like I guess your show's not gonna be interesting. But like now you're just like, oh okay, like these people might actually like be in the mix. This might actually be interesting here. Well, the first challenge on the boat, the David's one. Yeah. <laughs> Max, really? <laughs> That's exactly what we're talking about. I thought we were talking about the second challenge. Sorry. No. That's cool. Episode 100. We are a tight-knit shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can see yeah. it going either way. I don't think there's much incentive to, to force it one way or the other. Mm. I do think like the underdog story is kind of what they were teeing up. And then like that just didn't happen. So it's kind of like, well, who cares? <laughs> who the fuck cares about this David Clyde thing? I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of a it's kind of a weak concept for the season. I think I that's why they have kind of weak. I think it's stupid and very weak. It's, it's kind well, of that's why no they're trying sense. to sell it really hard. You hating on Jeff's idea? Hey, I love the passion that Jeff is bringing to try to sell this idea, but I I think it's flawed from the start. You think so? I, I just don't. I don't passion. know. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand w- how these people are Goliaths. There's just yeah, because they're all Type A assholes. <laughs> that's what I assumed <laughs> yeah. they were going to be, but they all like. They all weren't. So they it was mostly like, were, though. Th- there's definitely... Wrestler dude's definitely a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's going to fight you. And, and the <laughs> old... give the, a fuck about that asshole. The old black woman was the, also... The, the CEO woman, yeah. But what about the, the famous guy from Ned School Ned Schneebly Rock? should not be on the globe. Oh, we got to talk about that. Ned Schneebly. Like so this, like that. that dude's not a type A asshole, I don't think. So who is this guy? He's also not a Goliath. I don't know. He's on a guy a team. I know, but he shouldn't be. That's what I'm saying. It's like saying this show concept makes no fucking sense. If they were all, if they're off the boat, if they're all type A, just kind of like I'm the one in charge, get the fuck out of here. Then like I think that would make sense, right? But they're not all like that. I feel like if they did get all type A people, just wouldn't make for good TV either. Just wouldn't make for a good team at all. I think, but it wouldn't make any sense. Like it doesn't make sense. Like, they're just trying to cast people into these roles and be like, oh, you know, you're quote-unquote the nerdy one, you're quote-unquote the attractive one, and just categorizing everyone. And it just, to be super honest, it just really rubs me the wrong way, like, from the get-go on the show. And, like, it just doesn't set you up to be, like, in a good place. Like, the show just starts out so judgy, and it's like, they, they just kind of break it down, and, like, Jeff tries to back his way out of it and be like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have judged them so hard. But it's like, you put them into these categories. You are the problem. 
Like, the producers are the problem with the show. Like, I'm sorry, like, the theme is just, it's, it just really, like, rubs me such the wrong way. Like, because they, they just, they, they kind of overemphasize it and they get everyone that is on these teams and then back it up and then reinforce it and be like, well, why do you think you're Goliath? Like, whoa, I, next, I never thought about it, but I guess I am a huge asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that's what the beginning of the show was. And it just, I don't, I definitely, just, like, I fail to see, like, why that was the thing they wanted to hone in on. Especially in season 37. Like, you guys know how to put out a show that people watch. Is this what people want? Because if so, I guess that's, you know, I just think who to help put they this must thing be, on. They must be run out, of, run out of ideas 37 seasons deep. Like, I can't even, like, I bet if we went down, like, the list of themes, there's some nuts stuff in there. Sure. Like, 37 different themes. I don't know what that's going to be like. but I mean, we can maybe get Chris's in our corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could be out of base. Like, you guys could, like, totally call me out on this. Like, feel free to, like... Just personally, it just rubbed me such the wrong way that I had yeah, a hard time yeah, trying agree. to come around on it. What, one of the last seasons I remember watching, the theme was basically it was a race war. They had four tribes, and there was the Caucasian tribe. Oh, no. Tri- and it was like, what is happening on this show? That's crazy. That's a lot worse than this one. Uh, yeah, that, that <laughs> felt that felt like a, like, a, like a touchy theme. Wow. Yeah. All right. So each season theme we know of has been problematic. What is your dream theme? Well, another season I watched that I really enjoyed is they had a pirate-themed one. And oh, that that's great. pretty good. Did they have to talk like pirates? They didn't have to, but they did a little bit. Oh, okay. Did they give them like pirate clothing to wear? No, they, they made them dress up in nice clothes, saying this was a photo day. Took them on a boat, and Jeff's like, kidding, game is on, and just threw them off the boat into the water. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> that mood. season was great. Then the, there was this big guy who had a beard and like, like kind of like was a piratey kind of guy, and one team took in all their shoes and just left them like because they like they went up to the village or something to get some stuff. Their shoes were just lying there, and he just stole all their shoes. He's like, "I pirated." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that season was great. That's great. Yeah, I like that idea. That seems good. That's, That's real good. How about? Aliens versus predators. <laughs> Ooh, oh yeah, man, I get into that. So it's it's aliens as in like immigrants, <laughs> and then, oh, then no. we're getting predators, cops, <laughs> oh, cops, oh. all the cops that apply. Ooh. Birds versus bees. <laughs> <laughs> They've definitely done men versus women. What about gigolos Be- versus thoughts? Thoughts. <laughs> so, so like the names of these seasons aren't like the actual themes. All right, hit me. Like, there's like hit me with some Borneo, the Australian outback. Yeah, Africa. So, yeah, so Borneo is just where the first one was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah the are, first like one's... all the first things are like where they were. Okay, the first one that's like actually the theme is like heroes versus villains. Oh, okay. Man. Then there was like Redemption Island. Rede- oh, I, oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> I like the sound of that one. There's like blood versus water. Don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Millennials versus Gen X. Ooh. All right. I'm into that. I'm sure. Uh, game changers. Okay. And then heroes versus healers versus hustlers. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And then last season was Ghost Island. Ghost, Ghost Island. Island. <laughs> Wow. Oh. We should have watched Ghost Island. Has everyone been like visited by a ghost or something? Like, <laughs> I had no there? idea. It just sounds cool. I was thinking during the show there should be like a Halloween survivor. Ooh. Ooh. I think you're in luck. Survivor, trick versus treat. <laughs> survivor, trick or treat. You get to choose. 
Which team are you on? James is definitely on Treat. Team Treat? No chance I'm going on this show. <laughs> <laughs> or if I'm on the show, I'm definitely getting kicked off the show immediately. Yeah, you think? I wouldn't oh, mi- yeah. mind being on... definitely punching someone in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you think that you're going to get thrown off the show immediately by punching someone in the face? Well, I don't think they let James on the island, if that's like me what he thinks. No, nah, dude, it's legal. It's international waters. Yeah. Uh, Fiji just, is international like, just, just, That's the joke. Too much craziness. How how much would I wouldn't be able to stand Jeff? How much would you have to be be guaranteed money to 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 go on a season of Survivor? To like make a run at it, or to like make a joke of it? To to make a real attempt at, at, at doing Survivor. How long is this thing filmed for? Who knows? Let's it's say a like, month. It's like thirty five days or something. The original one was thirty nine days. I don't know if it's still thirty nine days. Mm. Let's say thirty so, somewhere days. somewhere around there. I don't know. Like, so if I got to take like two months out, I don't know, maybe like a few hundred K. That's way lower than I expected. Yeah, me too. Okay. Call up CBS. Let's get him in. Now we got that syndication money. Yeah. Yeah. We we can crowdsource this. Yeah. So, I don't know. Something like, I mean, like, realistically, someone's like, hey, I'll give you 400K to go do this thing. You're like, all right. Yeah. No, totally. Like, James, I'm not saying no. How much, James, how much politicking are you going to be doing on the Survivor? It depends what my motivations for this show are. Winning. You got to win. So my motivation is to win. Obviously, you're on the thing you to win. You do what you have to do to win, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you boy. play to win the game. Play to win. Use, using the, the Corey technique? Is that your strategy? Uh, you don't want to be pulling a Corey. That's a little too much. You're going to take yourself out of the you game. Because that's how you lose the game. You <laughs> yourself right on out of the game. That's how I'd say you get yourself out of the challenge and onto Team Mom OG right there. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's pull it back here. Back to the meat and potatoes of Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. The... Polyd- I mean, <laughs> <laughs> polyd- there was, was some like say, preliminary <laughs> politic, the drama and the alliance making. Everyone on the show seems to be the master of Survivor. I think everyone on the show has seen every season of Survivor, or at least the majority of the seasons, and knows exactly how this stuff's supposed to go down. And is super excited to be there. So, like survivor strategy is very well understood at this point. And especially if you're about to go on the show, you definitely have I mean, there's I'm sure there's all kinds of things you can read about survivor strategy. So it's all like these people like getting together and like two or three and just be like, You got me, oh I got you, okay, we're good. We shake hands and then you back them in the back the, like the next time you, you get a chance. That's how this works, right? That's that's right. You got it. There's a survivor. That's like a good half hour of this show. It's like just that. It was more than half an hour of the show, I, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of commercials in between. It's hard to tell the exact time. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some other little drama things that happen that aren't necessarily the same. Where, like, the first pe- big piece of drama is getting, like, this shelter up and running. Mm-hmm. And you have Pat, like, he's like some dude that, like, oh, what was he like an apartment complex manager manager or something? Yeah. So like he takes charge and builds this pretty nice looking shelter actually. Yeah. Like right off the bat. Like I don't think them took them more than like a couple hours to really do all that. Uh, and you know, the other the Goliaths on the other side are like just all fighting and infighting about how to make the shelter. And we never really ever see their shelter. So I don't even know if they ever made one. I don't think so. I don't think so. So it's just like, well, okay. And then there's like some drama around that on who's the leader and who's not the leader. 
Because yeah, they had a they had a structural engineer, but they also had the CEO. Who was an industrial engineer. Industrial engineer. Which sorry. doesn't necessarily make buildings like But yeah. she she was very unhappy that the CEO was telling her what to do. Yeah, she definitely was, but like it's not her day to day job to be making like simple construction buildings. Like it's design <laughs> complex industrial like manufacturing. I don't know. I mean, there's some overlap there, but yeah. I mean, like, 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 like we were talking when this is on. Like, I would much rather have like a construction worker that builds shit every day than like an industrial engineer trying to figure this thing out. Totally. Like, like it's, you know, they're not. You're not looking for a whole lot here. You're just looking for like a roof, almost at the very least, because it's pouring. Everyone is wet and cold, and not wearing pants. <laughs> uh oh! I think it's the title of the episode: <laughs> Wet, cold, cold, no pants. <laughs> I thought that was Jigglos. Uh. <laughs> oh my god! But that really is the case, though. And then, yeah, I mean, like, Cat clearly knows like the base things that need to get done. He takes, uh, you know, he takes charge. He calls himself self-proclaimed, you know, blue-collar guy. He knows how to just get shit over the hump. Like, all right, you go do that. You go get some bamboo. You're going to get the twigs. You go get some twine. Bring it over here. We're going to put this thing up. Boom, there you go. And I got a shelter. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm surprised, like not surprised, but the Davids definitely, I feel, were better prepared for the next, mm. like, elimination that- thing. But they just, you know, it was not an elimination. I think they really had a great chance at. We'll get into that, I guess. So, but the the other thing that was going on while this construction building was happening for the uh, the site was that a, a, a few folks were sort of meandering about through the island, searching for this immunity idol thing, and that was sort of the the other drama that was sort of unfolding. Everyone's sort of looking around like, oh, where's uh, where's Mike or where's this other dude? Like, oh, they must be looking for that that secret hidden idol that's scattered somewhere on the island, I suppose. Yeah. That new element. So we saw lots of people on Goliath looking for the idol. Did we see anyone on David's looking for an idol? Or there were a couple of people that kind of talked about. It. It's like, hey, we have a couple minutes. Maybe we can look. I mean, mm. th- there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot of chatter over there about that, though. I'm so Rob. You watched a couple of the early seasons. Was this a thing? At some point, they had a thing where like Jeff would be like, okay, somewhere there's a hidden immunity you can go look for mm. it. But it was. It wasn't a big part of the show, and like it was, it was sort of like this weird thing that Jeff would throw in in the middle of the show. So, I think it's truly become like a bigger element since I stopped watching. So I watched uh, an episode, I think of a last season or two seasons ago or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But like at some point, it was like towards the end of the game, and this one dude had used an immunity idol like three or four times Ooh. in the whole like game. So like it definitely changes like how you act and react to things if you're like oh well then we're gonna get voted out tonight let me use this thing so do you think there's a whole bunch hidden or do you think it's like every time you use it it goes back in play and you have to find it again i think there's a like i think there's a bunch hidden Mm. i don't they might put a couple out there depending on what they think in the game is needed i don't think they like oh one's used so okay obviously it goes back out i think it's more like oh we want to interject something into the game. So, like, let's put this where we think this one person will get it, I think is probably more likely than mm. not. But who knows? It's all about, like, how much can the production really affect this game? And, like, 
the immune idols definitely seem like one of the big proponents of how you could affect the game. Yeah, no, definitely. But let's roll back for a second. Harrison. Sure. Who is Mike? Um, who is Mike? Is 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 Mike the school rock guy? Okay, yes. there we go. Let's explain that. I'll know his actual name. Yeah, so Mike. This Mike White. Mike Mike White. Okay, so Mike White is on the Goliath team, and he is basically, he's a writer and filmmaker, and he played Ned Schneebly in School of Rock, so he's somewhat famous, and he was also apparently on a season of The Amazing Race as well. So now I guess he's just turned kind of professional competitive reality player professional nobody uh okay he's trying to be an instagram influencer okay <laughs> there was one guy who is a social media influencer <laughs> social media manager oh I, I made the joke about him being an influencer <laughs> so mike white was on the 14th season of the amazing race along with his father mel they lasted for seven legs and were eliminated in sixth place they returned to compete in the amazing race colon unfinished business and they were the second team eliminated. Oh, wow. I mean, because, like, people on this show were talking like they had seen him play on The Amazing Race. And they're just like, this guy's good. We got to get him out of here because, like, yep. he's crafty. He's good. He didn't make it anywhere in Amazing Race. He didn't. I mean, <laughs> he didn't. Seven Legs is pretty good, but se- second episode out is pretty terrible. Yeah. But he was the one who started this whole immunity idol thing. He was like, I'm going to sneak out and no one's going to know what I'm doing. And then she's going to be like... Where's Mike? Is he looking for an immunity idol? Yeah, immediately, because the only thing that the, everybody's focused on is building that shelter, so it's so obvious that there's someone who's not there. And then the CEO found him was like, Mike, you know, they're all saying, where's Mike? They're like, he's out looking for that idol, and Mike's like, what? <laughs> Why would they say that? That was That's wild. Yeah. So I, I don't know if Mike's uh, long for this game. <laughs> like... As we said, a lot of these people's dreams are to be on Survivor or a mermaid, but his dream is also to find an immunity idol <laughs> on Survivor. So I don't think he's ever going to stop looking. Yeah. Do we know the name of the guy who actually found the immunity idol? The SWAT guy? The yeah. Hot dude? The hot guy. I want to <laughs> say Evan. All right, we'll Mike. go with Evan. <laughs> so Evan was really funny to me because, like, He's just he's just, he said like he used to be overweight and he's worked to like get himself to like good shape and stuff like that and he's just like he can't stop talking about I'm on this team and there's all these good people and there's all these beautiful women and they're like talking to me and I can't believe it and then he finds the immunity idol he's like I was with these hot women yo dude come down he's so insecure he's so insecure oh no it's crazy it's gonna be his downfall for sure oh yeah. The Paula Dicking, he's definitely pulling a Corey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I told myself don't do those show the showmances, but I I can't help it. It's <laughs> definitely Corey. It's, uh, Corey's said that exact same thing in the challenge. You know, people have fallen in love with Survivor. You know, it's happened. It's happened. Oh. They definitely won, right? Yeah. Maybe that should be the an- the question you're trying to answer. He's definitely g- a couple of, a couple of ladies are definitely like tricking him and getting him voted out for sure. Very possible. Like, give me your hidden idol to save myself and then they vote him out. <laughs> I, I thought that like one of the cool things about that that idol is that, like like you don't have to reveal to everybody when you find it. So this dude's just been keeping it in his pants because yeah. he's just trying to hide it from everybody. When he was like, I got the idol right here in my pants, I was like, is this like a, a weird joke coming up? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm Definitely seemed like that way for how he was talking, right? Like, it's like, yeah, all hot women around. I was like, I got this idol <laughs> in my pants, you know? Okay. 
if I got that idol, I want I wouldn't want that in my pants. I would like find a really good hiding spot for it or something. I think that's what they usually do. That's what happened in the last okay. in the last episode. Really? Like they usually use their risky. pants or they usually put it somewhere they else. They usually put it somewhere that's else. That's so risky. <laughs> Definitely I'm not losing sight of that thing. You would no have to chance. you'd have to bury it deep yeah. if you're gonna I, I What if you just rolled in and you sort of were in around your neck and be like, look, like, fuck all y'all. <laughs> You I don't know. Get I f- with Evan. I think the thing is, you don't have to use it on that particular day, so you can just hang on to this thing. Yeah, I mean, you can sure. get you can get kicked off for of that thing. Like if you don't use it and you have it in your pants, you're out. Right. Okay. So, which is different from other shows a lot of the time how they do it. Right. How do you actually use it? Do you have to like declare that you're going to use it before people vote, after people vote, when I you're think announced? It's before you're being- people vote, you you. Uh, before I, people vote, you say he asks, like, does anyone have any immunity idol they want to use? But I think I think the best for strategy wise would be after everyone's voted, but before they read the votes. Like, do you want to use it? And then you don't know if you've got votes, but you could potentially be like, you know, people vote for you, and then your votes, those votes don't count. That'd yeah, be, I forget. That'd be real. He definitely uh, used burn. it in the episode I was watching. I feel like it was before anyone cast any votes. Yeah, maybe. But it, it might, it sense. might go back and forth. <clears throat> there might be times where they'll ask before and after. Just you know, I agree with you. When there's like ten people voting, that makes sense. When there's like two people voting, then it's like, well. Go vote again, guys. Like, <laughs> which is what like it kind of was. So it could just be dependent on how many people are there, whether mm-hmm. you can use it pre or post votes. Because mm-hmm. if everyone votes for them, you're just like, oh, I guess you just got to go revote. I feel like the best thing would be if you didn't have to announce it, and you're just like, all right, we're gonna boot you off the show. Guess what, suckers? Jeff, suck on this. Pull out the idol from your pants. <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, you definitely want the showmanship for sure. Right. I just think it'd be interesting to see people's true colors and like not know if they've had the idol or not and see how the votes go. I mean, usually, you know, you get people's true colors and whether they're going to vote for you or not. Maybe. I don't know how it changes if you like have the idol or let, like let's, let's well, say you, you don't know if they have an idol. Like what if you find two? You can use it twice. I want to hang on to them. I want to have two idols. Uh, so this challenge that they go through, it's pouring rain. It's pouring. It's dumping for this entire episode, but it's really dumping it's for the challenge. It's even worse during the rain. And of course, Jeff, just big smile, loving the rain, loving, loving life. He's got a nice shorts. He doesn't even look wet. I don't really know how he did that, but like he didn't look like wet when he was standing out there. He had a baseball hat on, which definitely keeps a lot of rain out of your face. Yeah. So like his clothes definitely looked wet. I, I mean, I mean, this isn't his first rodeo, I guess. So. I'm sure he's got some nice like, like clothes that don't look terrible when they're super wet. Maybe. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's his whole thing. He's wearing like this utilitarian look. Like that's the whole. That's the whole he's, point. He's wearing. He's, some he's got. He's, he's got a million pockets on his shirt and uh, a lot of pockets on those khaki shorts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they roll out and they have to do this challenge. The challenge is they have to run through this obstacle course and get knocked down by some sort of wrestler. I, uh, <laughs> we got, okay. We got to come back to that part. <laughs> yeah, we come back to that. Okay. And once they get through this obstacle course, once everyone gets through, one person runs through to like this little thing where they have to dig in sand underneath some sort of log log. 
And then once you get to the other side, they have to like cut down or untie some knots to bring down a rope ladder. Mm-hmm. And then once they get up the rope ladder, the whole team has to go through this like ledge crossing. Yeah. Uh, how to describe it any better than that. And then once they get to the other side, they have to do this like puzzle where they have to line up one through 25. Kind of another slide puzzle. Kind of giant. a slide puzzle, but not really. You just have to push the numbers yeah. all the way through and just arrange the numbers in the right order. Right. And that that was the challenge. And Goliaths, one, they made it seem like they were super close. They kind of look close. I don't really know. I mean, but what we do know is that, is that the David team got four out of the five columns done in their puzzle. So they were at least close. It, it, like I think it was decently close. Yeah. But the so the they started off and that wrestler guy is just like the the obstacle just kind of crisscrosses and he's just taking people out. It is unclear to me what the rules of that part are, because like people are kicking. The wrestler is pinning people down to the ground. Like I thought the CEO was about to get trampled. Yeah, no. Like when she went down, I thought it was I thought it was over for a second. Oh man. I was like, why are you holding them back? It's not you're at the same spot. You all have to be at the end. Yeah, like his team can't start until he gets there either. Yeah. So he was right. the last one there because he kept running into people and pulling people down. We're just like It's all he knows. <laughs> <laughs> like I just didn't understand what the whole point. Of, like I agree. Why are is that allowed? A yeah. There's yeah. It wasn't clear it was supposed to be allowed, but Jeff, Jeff didn't. Uh, the it rules looked, were not. It looked like he disclosed. almost kicked that one girl when she was going through that 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 thing. Like oh yeah, it was nuts. Then uh, so whoever the Davids this is sent out. This is the whole reason I, they probably lost. Yeah, hundred just got like the reason. tried to go under this log. And just got gas super quick. Like, yeah. you got, like, to be fair, it's pouring. So this sand or whatever can't be all that easy it's to do. It's got to be heavy. Yeah. And by the time he gets through it, he looks like he's ready to pass out. Yeah. And sure. then he's got to untie this knot because he wasn't the first one there. And he's just dying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if they landed on that guy is the person who was going to do that part. But, like, he got he was gassed immediately, it seemed like. It he's, feels, a, he's a truck driver. Not a lot of physical activity. Nope. Sitting in that truck. It feels like it was just whoever was first that, like, through the original one had to do it. Or mm, no, you don't think so? They ah. they definitely got to pick who did it. I think I don't know. I mean, I I feel like these people are new to each other. You made it there first. All right, if you want to go, yeah. you get to I, go. I think you talk about it before you start the obstacle course. Of okay, when we all get to the mat, you are gonna go. Yeah, I feel like that's how that goes. I, I I just don't know how you decide that that guy is going to be the one to do it. That so, guy just says, "I'll do it. I'll be great at this," and you're like, "Okay." <laughs> like, okay. Oh, he turns out he's really not. Um, I I will say that like this this lo- this digging on this log thing is pretty much directly stolen from the last season of the challenge. They did this exact same thing, but it was a lot more exciting because instead of just one dude doing it, it was the entire team trying to dig oh, under the yeah, log yeah, at yeah. once and like get under. So the entire team had to get under the log. It didn't make sense to me why just one person had to get under. I thought that like it's, at least they're gonna have to get everybody under it. Like that I, was weird. I mean, I was gonna ask exactly that. Like, why didn't everyone have to get through it? I thought it was interesting that what I thought was gonna happen. Was first person goes has to dig the hole, then everyone else gets to go through that hole. Maybe make it a little wider or what have you, right? 
I think that would have been more interesting. In this case, it was just one person, and yeah. Jeff goes, all right, you can all move on to the next one. They just all walk yeah. around the thing. Everyone should have had to go underneath that log. Yeah, you win or die as a team. For like, sure. Come on. What are you doing? I don't know. I, I like consider They Pat. already dug the hole. That would be like, fucked. Yeah, I know. That's why the team has to help dig the hole to get Pat underneath the log. <laughs> but <laughs> Jeff wanted to get to lunch, you know. He didn't yeah. want this thing to take forever. Gotta go. I just feel like a lot of the people are going to have a lot of trouble with getting underneath that log. But once you dig the hole the first time, the hole's there. You just yeah, crawl through the hole. Yeah, but that was a small dude. You got For some sure. big dudes on there. For sure. I mean, I get it. I'm just saying I think that that's the way you do this challenge the right way. Like, if you want it to be a thing. I don't have any issues with it. Yeah. So so the other thing that I found interesting with this, and I, I think we we may have saw, and there was obviously one big injury at the end, but I think another interesting element of this show in particular is, like, you're literally just out in this island. Like, there's no luxuries or anything. And so, like, if you hurt yourself, cut yourself, twist an ankle, any of this kind of stuff, I mean, as in some other shows, but, like, this one just feels more because you're having to, like, survive, quote-unquote, out on this island, that, like, feels like the risks are high. And people seem to be just jumping from limb to limb, taking unreasonably amounts of large risk for not all that much of a clear reason. It was really odd to me. First challenge, that drone's pumping people yeah. hyped up. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, feel like it feels like you got to play, like, a little bit of the long game. Be like, I don't know if I want to jump off of this thing because, like, maybe I'm going to break something or, like... You know, if you injure yourself, like, that's it. Like, you're just, you're out here. You're like, done. Yeah. It definitely seems like that just is, like, week, like, first challenge. Like, when you're at challenge 20 or whatever it, it's going to be, you're you're going to be hurting. You're going to oh, yeah, be in this island. You you haven't eaten well. Like, it's not, you, they're definitely more cognizant of, like, getting injured and all that stuff, too, because you're weaker than you are right now, too. So Totally. I, mean, I, I have to wonder, like, how fun are the challenges to even watch at the end? Like, you're basically just watching people that have starved for a month try to go <laughs> do some kind of challenge. Or, like, both mental or physical. Like, when you're exhausted like that, I don't I don't know. It's just, man, man, that guy can't add one plus two. <laughs> well, I mean. Eat, he's been eating rats for three weeks. I mean, they, that's the game. The producers <laughs> give them, like, rice and stuff. Mm. They're not, like, starved, but they're definitely not, like, eating... No, 2,000 calories so the, a day. The food thing is not super transparent to me in this season so far. Like, I mean, for sure in that first Survivor, it was very transparent. Like, for a while, they're only catching their own stuff. At some point, they got some amount of rice, and they're very clear about the amount of rice they gave them. Here, I haven't really seen any mention of that, except for that one dude spearing an octopus, yeah. which I didn't even show them eating. No, well, they, they, they showed no, a little they, bit of them eating, but not they much. Showed, okay, okay. I mean, it was it was only so big of an octopus, and there was like eight people. Sure. So hey, perfect. It's an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I think that they give them like a little bit of grains every day. But like, I, I don't know. It's still good. But like, definitely an older survivor. Like, you'd have the last episode, and they'd cut to the reunion, and it's just like it's shocking how different everybody looks from mm. like. They're they're definitely like you don't realize it watching the season, but then they go back to what they normally look like, and you're like, wow, they lost so much weight, and now they're just like their face is so fat. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they they like usually ask them like like, hey, how much weight did you lose on the show? Basically, they're just like, oh, fifty pounds, seventy yeah, pounds, or like it, yeah. it was crazy. They're only there for like forty days. I know it's it's it was it's definitely. Not, I wonder if it's like less less now like mm. this is the same thing when we did amazing race so like the the earlier season seemed a lot harder and it's kind of like been a little more on rails i wonder if the same thing like 
they don't put them through the same kind of physical stuff, but like it yeah. was very. I mean, evident when, you're, when, when you're yeah, like when you're yeah. on minimal. Like I know you said it's only thirty forty days. <laughs> like when you watch like Naked and Afraid, and those people are literally out on their own for thirty days, and you're only eating whatever you can find. That's not very much, and you are gonna lose a lot of weight because you're basically starving. Sure. Yeah. That's like, I mean, it's just like you. It's very clear to see people go from like being reasonably healthy or in good shape to like not looking that good. And like, especially if you come into this thing thin, like that's not great. I think we even heard a couple of folks say like they kind of bulked up a little bit coming into this thing because mm. they know they're gonna lose a lot of weight. It's like you're. Not, I don't think you're trying to come into this like super skinny or really light. Like you're trying to come in a little bit. You know, I would say good shape, but also like a little bit. You know, maybe even bigger than you want to normally be. Uh, the the episode I saw a couple of seasons ago or whatever was definitely later in the season. They definitely look like they lost a bunch of weight mm. without like, I don't like if in the earlier seasons, like the first thing people would be doing is creating shelter and finding food. Like right. no one here was like, Hey, go find food. Like, you know, they were like, they were looking for it. They were trying, but they weren't like, wasn't priority number one. Right. When it's pouring outside and you're like, I need a shelter, but I also like, I'm going to be starving in like two hours. I also used to try to make fires with like, just with like what was available. And now it doesn't seem like they're like, we're going to wait for Jeff to give us some flint so yeah. we can make a fire. There was no attempt. Like, <laughs> like, like first season, they're trying to make that freaking fire out of nothing. Yeah. 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 I mean, they did. They both did get flints. Yeah. Right. That, so, so like, that was a nice side thing of like the, the winner of the challenge didn't just get immunity. They got fire in the form of flint, as Jeff said like eight <laughs> times. But then in the end, he just gave the other team a flint too. <laughs> I, mean, I just don't think you could live out there without some sort of fire. Right. And I don't think... You know, you take the you five five of us. You take this whole apartment building and be like, "Hey, go out there in this fucking wet ass jungle and make fire." Like, yeah, that's not an easy task. Definitely not for the five of us in this apartment building. (laughs) (laughs) Like the five of us, you take this whole apartment building and be like, "Okay, it's pouring. Everything is wet. Now go and make a fire without any tools." Impossible. Like it would be like super tough. Like it would take us weeks. Maybe I don't it's know. Probably I don't, yeah, I don't know. Without a fire starter or dry or, stuff to burn, or the internet to tell you how to do it, <laughs> that's YouTube's tough. Subtle. That's real tough. Even if I had a YouTube video, there's a low chance that it could work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're going on Survivor, I think that'd be stuff I might want to like look up. There's on. so much <laughs> stuff you'd be studying and prepping before you go on Survivor. Like 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 the, that one person like learned how to weave that the palm fronds on that YouTube video. She's yeah, like, yeah. how'd you learn YouTube? Yeah, obviously that's what you do before you go on the show. You have to. Is you try to learn as much survival shit as you can. All right, let's roll the minutia back to this challenge a little bit. So <laughs> so David's way behind. Yeah, the David's are way behind. That, like, going over the ledge thing was really inconsequential. Yeah. You saw, like, none of that. And then it seems like the Davids get to the, the puzzle thing, which isn't quite really a puzzle, but, like, yeah, they're, they seem to catch up. According to Jeff, they they put Christian, the king of the slide puzzle, in charge, and they seem to get closer. They tried to make it seem like the Goliaths were arguing a bunch. They they definitely did seem that way, but I don't really know. And but the Goliaths win, whether by a little bit or how much, we don't really know. Yeah, and they're super excited. They should be. I mean, it it definitely seemed like the Davids made up a lot of ground in the slide puzzle. I mean, that dude was up there. I mean, 
they they had full faith in him. There was no arguing because they saw what he did on that first puzzle. And they're just like, you're going to get up there and you're just going to tell us exactly what to do. And it's fine. You're yeah. the puzzle guy. You're the puzzle guy. The other thing, like, when they got to the puzzle, the truck driver guy basically just, like, collapses. <laughs> He's just, it's over. <laughs> like, getting getting just across the ledge thing just, like, nearly killed him. <laughs> it's going to be a long road for that guy, I think. Yeah, it's tough. That's kind of an interesting thing with this, this challenge I found was that it wasn't really a... It didn't take the whole team to complete any one of these things. Yep. Like... There was maybe the puzzle, like, okay, you need, like, three people. You need one up top to view it and call out the shots, and then maybe two people to move the blocks around. But there wasn't any point, like, through e- any of the phases, really, that, like, took a, like, concerted team effort. Yeah. Which I, which I wonder if was intentional to sort of, like, weed out who wasn't pulling their weight kind of thing. Like, I don't know. Like, There's, what, a, lot of, there's a lot of li- – there, the first and third, definitely, like, more individual than team-based – like there was like all of you have to get to the thing. So if you're last, I mean that definitely looks bad for you overall on the team level. Right. And then like getting over that little ledge thing, Seemed you know, we didn't really see a lot of it. But you know, if you fail or you know push it too hard and make it hard for somebody else, I mean that stuff would add up as like, am, who am I kicking off? Maybe I don't know. Really, I agree with you, but it's like early and there's a lot of people. So having a like a team based challenge when there's a lot of people is definitely much harder mm. versus like a four person team like right. when there's only eight people left or something you know yeah oh yeah totally I mean I guess where I'm going with it is it's like it seems pretty clear like you wouldn't vote off the puzzle guy for example right like clearly he's pulling his weight um like he wins you the very first challenge he's calling the shots he almost gets you back in it um and so it seems like he's got like he's he's looking good and then so you break down the rest of the team you're like I don't know like Really, all you have to go on as well. These people didn't do really that much. I mean, it's it's the same thing with the challenge. Like, who do you kick off first? It's just like you kick off the weirdos and the people you don't know and like the people that like rubbed you the wrong way. Someone made some weird first impression and like, all right, that guy. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Pat, definitely. I was definitely considered to be on the chopping block regardless of whatever happened. Yeah. Because he kept making like weird ass jokes while he was building that stupid shelter. He, he, he's definitely got a, a character's personality, right? Like. He's throwing stuff out there. He's saying stuff like he he, he kind of stands out from like the crowd. I feel like he made some insensitive jokes, which the producers made it seem like people cared. Who knows? I don't know. That could have been the editing. Yeah, yeah. I have to the, wonder in the, hindsight uh, too. Like if we saw more of Pat because of like what ultimately oh, happened. Oh yeah, maybe. I do, I don't know. Right? Like I have to wonder. Yeah. And like like the people who are actually on the show have a lot more data than we do to make this decision because like we're just seeing like a couple of seconds here and there of conversations but like they're with these people for days and yeah. they're seeing everything that's happening and they're you know yeah all this, that stuff this is like, two like, days that dude snores got to get him out of here can't right sleep. yeah there's like, just a lot of things <laughs> yeah two whole days we saw like 60 minutes <laughs> And that includes a bunch of other extraneous stuff that wasn't that like them. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort of utopia feed, though. Oh Gotta man, get that utopia feed. <laughs> you want it around the clock? Why don't they have the utopia feed? I mean, Big Brother does. That's true. The Big Brother. Mm-hmm. We, I guess, we should just call that the Big Brother feed because no one knows what utopia is. <laughs> <laughs> utopia reference drink. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's still I feel like it's a shot. I think. Oh, it's definitely a shot. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty like it's pretty infrequent now at this, at this point. It should be. It's like uh, only every second. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Finish your drink. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I so I guess we should get into this Pat thing. Yeah, let's, let's do so it. So like they do this weird editing thing. Well, I think it's like they the challenge was done, and they're they're getting on a boat to go back to their like home base beach, and something happens on the boat, and the cameras weren't hot. And like, what is the show doing? Why do they I, not have the cameras like, just rolling? And like, it. they're they're just planning on doing the transportation, and then the next shot is just going to be them walking on the beach. So it's going to look like they were just walking back from the challenge, but really they were kind of transporting them from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There's a little, uh, you get a little glimpse into the production side I for guess. sure, for sure. Uh, and so clearly there was a storm going on, so the waves and the seas were a bit rough. And so something happens, as is all we get told, on the boat. They 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 hear a sound. They kind of hit something, which I think is just really them well, hitting like a wave or something. Yeah, like, it's it, like and, it, it seems like the boat just kind of just kind of slammed hard or something like that. Yeah. Is kind of where they how they're describing it, right? Which will will happen in high seas. Totally, like, that will happen. And I don't know what kind of boat they were on any of that, but like regardless, everyone was on this boat, and they hit a wave or what have you. And next thing you know, Pat's flat on his back on the beach ground. It was like he's That's on one of those like stretcher stretcher things, and there's like four guys just carry him up the beach, and like that's you just you, we come out of a commercial, and we're just like out of nowhere that's happening with like no context. It's very crazy. confusing. It's like a cold open in the middle of a show. Yeah, we're it like, really oh, did is. we miss some? Did something happen here? We missed some sort of setup for this. What's going on? Definitely, definitely came across that way. I think we all looked around. and We're like, I think we missed like a good ten minutes of this show. That's uh, what it's like. Yeah, and. It, Turns out he did something to his back. It looks he looked in real, real pain. Oh yeah, like he doesn't look like he's okay in any sense of the imagination. Yeah. He could not and talk. Medical treatment kind of come. The medical team was there on site. Seems to, like, like a pretty him. you know pretty big tough kind of dude too. And like to see that guy hurting like that, you know it's not good. I mean, and it's kind of like it's, it's a sad moment. Like all these people on the show want to be on this show. There's zero people on the show that aren't like huge, like compared to season one, like there's even season two, season three, like they're like, yeah, I want to, I want to win a million dollars. These people are are like most of them in there could give a crap's ass about the million dollars. They just want to be on Survivor. Huge. They want to win, and like he, this dude, he was like, not this way. He didn't want to leave. Like in this week, like you know, that's not any way any of these people want to leave. He's 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 so sad and he's like, don't make me leave, not this way. Don't let me take them away. And then like let them take me away. And then fucking probes spins this guy's like thing back on him. Cause oh, like so disrespectful. At, at the end of the last challenge, this dude goes, you know, well, you know, I think that, you know, we've all we're, like we're all kind of this strong, you know, like heart that's kind of beating together. And I know that we're gonna have to like like, you know. Uh, cut off an artery tonight, but I think you know, like we're still going to keep pumping and still going to be strong. And then he's just like, "Well, bet, bet, bet you didn't think you were you were going to be the artery, uh, basically." And it was like, it was "Oh, are you so kidding me, probes? Disrespect! Get out of here, dude!" With that smirk too. <laughs> yeah, he was just smiling this whole time. Like, what kind of <laughs> drugs is Jeff Probes on? Oh, he's I, on those Joker drugs. <laughs> is, it, is it drugs or is it just his face? Is, is permanently in a smile. It could be. Oh, uh, man. Oh, man. That could definitely be it. It did not come across well. Like, definitely as you watch not. it, you just, you feel bad for this dude and you just look at Jeff smirking and you're like, seriously? Can't, I couldn't like, believe it. He's like, I like I know it. I got the perfect line for this situation. <laughs> man, Bip definitely treated their situation with much more respect 
than this. I don't know, dude. Yeah, that was <laughs> the Chris Harrison thing was really I don't terrible. know. But, I, but also, like, he throws in that like legal plug. <laughs> no, oh, well, yeah. I, I mean, like, he definitely started that. he definitely started to talk kind of like, you know, yeah, I I I th- I think that anyone would would say that 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 there was this was unavoidable, right? Am I right? It's like we've never had an issue transporting like, people yeah, before. Like, yeah, we've never had. You know, we use boats all the time. We've never had an issue. Like, I don't think this that anything could have been done to prevent this. <laughs> like, like, okay, okay, uh, sure, Jeff, whatever. Like, Jeff's, Jeff's got to protect the shield and make sure that you know that that money train keeps flowing for sure. You know, he didn't get the season thirty-seven. Like, it's not his first injury. You see, I'm sure. No, there are all kinds of people that have been hauled off the because they got mess, they've gotten messed up. Like Pat, definitely, you know, I'm sure he signs some sort of way where he's not going to sue Survivor, but like, you know, there's no chance he can sue. Like he definitely signed his whole life away to this. For show. sure. Oh yeah. Um, like this show could probably kill him, and it'd be cool. Yeah, I'm sure there's some money flowing hands if you if he gets murdered. On well, I mean, movie. intentionally, yeah, but like, there's definitely like any risk of injury like there's zero liability by the show i'm 100 yeah. percent sure yeah it's the way he was talking made it seem like hey guy hey audience audience legally we're okay guys <laughs> like, what, well, like what? what why even bring that up well i mean like you know i i wonder if survivor has been under criticism about this kind of stuff over the years like i i i would think that survivor is probably the highest number of people being taken off the show for medical reasons like, like oh, i yeah. i can't imagine another show being higher than this like naked and afraid seen, <laughs> that's, that's yeah there's not, it's not a lot of contestants not a lot of seasons but like you, you've seen people get injured in all these crazy ways and they show and fall on fires and like all these things and like it's just i mean if you're going difference too because like naked and afraid like you don't have to go do all these crazy challenges and stuff so like while you're starving and you're maybe cold or hot or whatever like the situation is that's the like, whole thing you mostly just have to survive and like hang out right and like not die from starvation whereas this show is like all right you got to go do whatever crazy thing and jump off of that thing and dig a hole over here and yeah. pull this machete out of a thing without cutting your hand off yeah <laughs> i think it's just like high profile it's definitely one of the most watched shows like definitely has pre- maybe the most number probably not the highest percentage mm. like why maybe i can't i like i, I wonder what other show would lots be of people better. get kicked off the challenge too medical <laughs> occasionally so, like you know <laughs> no doubt there's no doubt <laughs> no doubt about that and they're not starving but, but more people get kicked off the challenge for getting in some kind of fight with some other person yeah, that's yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. more than the yeah, number yeah. of medical situations right but there's definitely some medical situ- there's usually yeah, a medical situation is. every season at least yeah. for every other season yeah sure they got they got to pump some stomachs <laughs> get all that alcohol out of the system yeah. <laughs> every show's got their thing you know <laughs> yeah you know, you just got you just got to respect the game and trust the process. Respect the game, trust the process. That that actually would be like the thing with the show is that like I would just have such low confidence in the producers and like the regard for my safety that like that would be a lot of the reason I wouldn't want to do it is because like I just don't think that they would really care that much. Like, are they really going to go the extra step to make sure all this stuff is like thoroughly tested and like actually safe? Probably not. I mean, I trust Survivor challenges over the challenge challenges any day. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, there's no no question. Safety-wise, absolutely. Like, what about yeah. that car jumping challenge you told me about? There are definitely way more dangerous challenges in the challenge than this. That's the challenges mo right now. Is, that's is that, really... that's the whole thing though. Like, they're supposed to be like insane. Yeah. This Survivor challenges, I think, start out a little harder and get easier as you go. Because, because of just because of your like 
physical abilities are kind of limited at some point. Yeah. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm just talking. Yeah, no, no, it seems fine. It's 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 yeah. I don't know. Like the more, yeah. I, I I just feel like with a lot of these shows, like I'm not just picking on Survivor alone, but like that physical element. Like I just don't have that much confidence that like they're really that concerned with like my actual health. Like if I, as a contestant, right? You're definitely signing a waiver that's you know, eighty pages long. Right, and you're like you know you're not reading that thing. Who has time for that? <laughs> You gotta read that. <laughs> I bet the CEO. Right? What does it matter? It's it's basically you can't sue us. You could die on this thing, and tough luck. Like that's what it says. That is what it says. Yeah. So like you could read it all you want, <laughs> and it can make you feel any better. You got. It's not gonna make you feel better. At least you know what's in it, though. Yeah, I just told you. <laughs> How do you know? Yeah, I don't know. So I got a little internet corner for you. Oh. So Pat compressed his spine whatever that means was in the hospital for three days doesn't remember it he was on the boat and then he woke up in the helicopter oh my god and so he had to get told like that whole thing where he's on the beach saying i want to stay don't go he has like no memory of that well at least he doesn't remember probes turn his (laughs) turn his line back on him well now he knows i mean he's seen (laughs) the footage now yeah probes they also drugged him up pretty quick too they definitely right. some drug, but like he, you know, that's he just nuts that he doesn't remember from the he doesn't even remember it happening on the boat. Like he had to get told something happened on the boat. That's wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe they so, like Men in Black uh, memory wiped him. <laughs> Survivor Aliens versus Predators. So three days. <laughs> so compressed spine, like the pain he was in, to be gone in three days. Yeah, that's that's intense. It's real intense. Yeah. So I mean, like good, if, I mean, I'm glad he's okay because he definitely looked like he like broke his back or like there's like, definitely a point where it's like, he seemed something. like like he might have like a really serious medical thing. Yeah. Like at one point it was like, are his eyes closing? Is he like losing consciousness right now? Well, like, I mean, they did drug him up pretty hard. I, yeah. I, that was after the drug. It was like I mean, it wasn't clear it was before. And so we didn't get a vote off because. He's gone, and Jeff's like, all right, I think that was enough trauma for one day. You guys are good. I'm uh, kind of bummed that we didn't get a tribal council. I really I really like the whole vibe of the whole tribal council thing. But, you know, <laughs> James hate, James doesn't like it. <laughs> James is like, I'm so glad. Yeah, that show was ready to be over. Well, like, it, it wouldn't have made the show longer if they had tribal council. There's been less of the other stuff. They would have cliffhangered it anyways. Nah, no, that's no, not no. it. This isn't that, the challenge. Maybe that, maybe that ain't how they do it on Survivor. <laughs> maybe they would have gotten full celebrity apprentice gone for that two hour premiere. Oh no. <laughs> uh they definitely every episode's got that immunity challenge and then the regular whatever like they have an a, a beginning challenge and then an immunity challenge and then I wonder if they would have cut more of Jeff's David versus Goliath. Myth myth making if they had just like to. just like stretch it, stretch it. <laughs> Do they all give dramatic speeches before they uh, get voted? They don't all do, but sometimes they do. Okay, I was hoping for like a hero style. Like, there's a tell us why you should stay, Rob. Mm. Yeah, there, there's a Jeff Q and A where he like asks people questions and is like, "You really sucked in that challenge. What do you think about that? Does should they vote you out?" And they're like, "Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks for bringing that up, Jeff." <laughs> yeah, what a guy, Jeff. Can we talk about? How good I did in the challenge the previous one. Like, like Jeff is definitely like the voice of the producer just trying to like push some things. He is the producer. I know, but like he, like 
some shows like you don't see any producers and then like the survivor there's a producer right there ready to 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 smile his way into to trying to push some push some buttons mm-hmm. for sure all right i've 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 one more topic if if you're looking to kind of no. wrap this situation up okay I think that one of the most important like strategic decisions you can make on the show when you're prepping is like picking what clothes you're going to wear on the show. Mm. And like there's such a variety of clothes that like I saw people wearing and I'm surprised like like you'd think that there would be a pretty agreed upon set like these are pretty good clothes to wear on Survivor. And like I'm wondering what you guys think about that. I, I would mean, bring a wetsuit. Just a wet well, skin tight. No, Max brings up a good question. I have this legitimate question. Like, are there prohibited items or prohibited articles of clothing? Like, how is there not a survival like set, right? Like a kit. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. this is the best shirt to wear. This is the best pants to That's wear. That's what I'm saying. They're the most versatile. Like, you can zipper on. They got all this stuff. It's got a fire starter on the sleeves. Like, all this shit. I mean, yeah, like, you're not allowed to. I mean, like, like, I mean, like, the fire starter, there's there's no way they're allowed to have that. But, like, if it's, like, a jacket, like, you can wear yeah. a jacket. And right? I got a thing where I rub a stick on it and it makes a spark. Like, no, 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 no. Now you're pushing it too much. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But, like, there must you can't, be you can't bring any rule. You can't bring any tools with you. It's part of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think, That's what I'm I think there's a market yeah, here. I agree with you. Be. No, I think there's rules that like if you roll in with that jacket, they're like, you guess what? You got no shirt. We're yeah, right, taking take that, that away jacket from... off. You're like, yeah. like, hey, we told you you couldn't bring one of those fire starter jackets. Now you don't have a jacket. Or, yeah. or is it the kind of thing like, do you know you're going on Survivor? Or is it like oh, CBS oh, or whoever the hell? You definitely no, you definitely know you're going on Survivor. Okay. But like, do you know when? Is it like, oh, hey, like, oh, it's today. Like, we just picked you up from the hotel, like, wearing whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I think this show, but, given like, the the like we talked about like the the legal thing and like the fact that it's more physically demanding like you've gotta you know gotta know like when you're it going just in doesn't for it. seem like people have the right clothes for this thing like at all I mean if I'm going on this thing I'm definitely bringing my t-shirt with the bottle opener on it you know <laughs> definitely need the the bottle opener tool it's just like you know what like, if someone rolled up and they were dressed exactly like Jeff Probst that would be so <laughs> good he'd be like. Excellent wardrobe choice. Yeah, it definitely seems like okay. The one woman had a hat on. That seemed pretty good. Yeah, yeah. the cowboy like, hat was. Clutch. That's great. The hat hats are clutch. There was no one that seemed to have any kind of waterproof jacket or anything like that. So, so maybe, must, must maybe you're bad. not allowed to have that. Yeah, it it's definitely seems like the producers might clothe you. Like this is your persona. You're from Kentucky. You have to wear your Kentucky bullshit. I wonder. I think Chris is on to something here. I mean, because like, like, like. I'm looking at the dude who's the robotics engineer guy, and he's just wearing a pair of like khaki pants and like I mean like like there's and not some random t-shirt and a random t-shirt and like a, a hoodie like a cotton hoodie and like it's just not yeah. the right stuff to have in that situation. Like I, I think Chris is on to something here. Well, I already think that most of these personas are already fake as shit. So like I do think that like it makes me more believe that these producers are just like all right, you're gonna be the nerd guy. We're going to let your hair grow out. You're going to like wear this hoodie and these pants. You're going to tuck your t-shirt in. So you think these people, so you think, so you think these people are acting like they were handed a persona and there's they're like act to this persona? Wouldn't it be that surprising? I don't. I'd be pretty surprised. I, if I, don't know. I think that people, they make their own personas when they send in the tapes. Right. They're like, like, oh, they always get this nerdy guy in Survivor. I'm going to be the nerdy guy. I'm going to really lean in my Kentuckiness. Like I think all these people kind of lean into what they think they'll get onto the show. They don't pick you unless you have a persona. Yeah. Mm, so you have to be a wacky and zany character to get. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. And it, you're picking from like thousands, ten thousand, hundred thousand people here at this point. Like how many tapes they've gotten to be on Survivor? Like 
Not to mention all of the previous people on Survivor, because every season's not just all these yeah. fresh meat seasons as uh, <laughs> yeah, the challenge list. backlog of like entries. They're like heroes right? versus villains or whatever. That's obviously like an all-stars kind of season, like a challenge type season with previous people on it. That'd be interesting. Like as they're watching and reviewing these like contestant entries or whatever, the submissions, like I, I wonder, they must be like labeling them and stuff, right? Like tagging them, like, oh, okay, that guy, <laughs> get villain the, get, slash, get, no sleeves <laughs> slash, like whatever. Get right? the database and mm-hmm. just all the tags for all the people. That'd yeah. be pretty funny, right? I want you know, mom villain, mom villain. Like, and there's like thousands of people show up. Yeah, okay, it's like okay, I want a David versus Goliath season. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, I want a ranking greater than seven. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to call back to one of the wrestlers' nicknames. I don't remember any of them. <laughs> like, oh. I need a David versus Goliath. It's like, you need so-and-so. They were so good. The I have purveyor of abdominals or something yeah. like that. <laughs> they the were, it's the mayor of Slamtown. Mayor of Slamtown. The ambassador of ab- ambassador. abdominals. <laughs> the Monday Night Showdown. Yeah. That's what the that's what the algorithm spits out, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I agree with you. It's very weird what they're wearing. Like you got you should be wearing like a shirt, a long sleeve shirt, like an un, like do, the, th- the other question is do they know they're going to Fiji? Like, that's a great question. I bet they don't know that. That's what I think is like okay, if I'm going a lot of people think they're going tropical. I feel like a lot of what they're wearing would be fine in tropical weather. It's just this fact that they're in monsoon weather that's like nothing they're wearing is any good. So that seems more logical to me that they're like, oh, we're going to go to survive. We're going to be on this beach. We're going to be hanging out in the sun. I'm going to wear this. And instead, they're hanging out in this miserable rain, you know, throwing this curveball at them. And now they're just miserable. I It would be really interesting to see what kind of instructions or information they get for any of this. Like, Like, what do you show up with? Like, what do you... I'm sure there's some sort of internet corner about this. I'm sure there is. So we're not going to dwell on it too much longer. <laughs> uh, That's way too deep of an internet corner. <laughs> yeah. James, I think I know, but what what's the ranking here? Oh, man, you want to just start with me. Okay. Um, so the thing is, with this show... Oh, no, I can't tell if Rob's Snapchatting me or not. It's very... <laughs> <laughs> looks like it. Um, no, I'm not. No, it's fair. Like... I I really as I, re- I don't know, I'm, I'm like struggling to like form this thing, but like essentially as I recall this show, I felt like the idea of Survivor was interesting and the thing that I remember being good. And when we watched this one, it just wasn't. And like I don't know if that's because it's season thirty-seven, and so like it's just it's just done or it's old or it's played out or what have you. But I just have so many issues with this particular show that we watched. And I just didn't enjoy or like really any of it. Um, so, whatever. I don't really want to dwell on it. Just put it in the bottom. Call it a day. Like, fuck this show. I'm over it. I, whatever. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. I got they, nothing else. Like, they, I'm, it's fine, super, it's I'm fine. super annoyed by it. And it's not. It, it hasn't been a fun thing. And whatever. We should just move on. I'm I'm gonna, oh. gonna follow up on that. So I'm gonna put it in the middle. And an interesting thing I found watching this show is that like it's got all these we we may have done a hundred of these. We may may and mm-hmm. there's all these elements that feel like 
oh yeah, here's the here's the 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 challenge thing, or here's the physical like survival element, and oh, here's like a a vote out and all. But this it just feels very bland and vanilla. Like this was the original one, and all these shows have taken parts of it and focused on those things and kind of tried to optimize or go more extreme and have things. So now seeing it just very like simply laid out in sort of the traditional way and it's all kind of normal it's felt it's kind of like eh, what what's where's the what's the point like there should be where's the the alcohol so the the drama at the camp is more insane or where's like the you know like the like the you know we didn't see a vote out but like i know the vote outs go and it's like where's no more interesting kind of way to like eliminate people and stuff like that it just kind of felt like oh it's just it's whatever so i think that kind of echoes a little bit what james was saying so i'm but it wasn't terrible so i'm put in the middle it wasn't terrible, so it's the middle. Just, <laughs> great quote. Just as a side note, I think it'd be really great if instead of rice, they gave them as much hard liquor as they wanted, but that was the only <laughs> provided calorie. <laughs> I don't know. Some sort of wow. s- scurvy that, situation. That legal waiver has just gotten way longer. <laughs> All right, Max, g- give it to me. Um, bottom third, middle of the bottom. I agree. It's very bland. I'm sure back in the day, you know, it was great. Reviewing it now, it's whatever. It's fine. It's it's boring. I didn't hate it. I wouldn't watch anymore. There you go. All right, Harrison, what you got? So is my rating supposed to be based on Survivor as a show or this season of Survivor? Like what's what like where am whatever I supposed to come you down want here? It to be. Man, you're you, really you're not helping me here. This you uh, are in this con- today in this year. You are in control of your own vote to cast it however you see fit. I, you know, Survivor is without question, you know, one of the most important and influential reality shows out there. Yeah, we, we've been over that like hundred uh, percent. I think that the point that Rob brought up is is excellent, and that like. A lot of other shows have taken these concepts and put a twist on them and have improved on them, made them more interesting, something like that. I think that, you know, when when you watch some of these other shows, I'm going to say the challenge, but like, like when you watch some of these other shows that have been around for 30 seasons, like it feels like they're better for having been around for 30 seasons and it's polished and you're like, they know what the fuck they're doing because they've been around and they know how to make this show. And I think that they know how to make this show, but I don't know that they've they've been able to kind of keep it fresh and interesting. Like, I think that I don't love the the concept of the season, the David versus Goliath thing. I don't think is a particularly great concept. Uh, so I don't know. Like, it seems like they, I don't know if they're running out of gas or kind of what's going on, but I mean, I think, I, I think it's, it's, it's a middle third show for me. I think I, I've, I've got a lot of respect for the series. I think that it can be good. I haven't seen it in a while, but when I've watched seasons, I've really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably it's a probably a middle show right now. All right, um, I think I, I agree with a lot of your sentiments. I think that as Survivor goes on, I think it gets better. Like I think the first episode is probably like the worst episode of Survivor. As like the show goes on, the drama kicks up. The like more fatigued people are. The like harder the challenges like seem to them and then the end is always like no one does this where the last people vote for who the winner is which changes like how endgame works in anything realistically so at this point i'm gonna put it in the middle third top of the middle but i'm gonna watch this whole season 
and I'll reserve the right to put it in the top third if, you know, as we get closer and that comes to be fruition and I get to, like, witness it for again. Like, it's been so long and I kind of just dropped it, like, forever ago. So, you know, I agree with you. Parts of this seem bland, but I think they're kind of bland for a reason. Like, the challenges are kind of bland because they don't want anyone to get hurt. And, Oops. like, the first challenge... <laughs> The first challenge is also like the only one that they could probably do where it could be kind of tough or like more physically challenging than I think that they'd really want. So I think they're just good at making these regular type challenges and the drama doesn't really kick in the first episode. There's 20 people like you got intro 20 people. So I agree with a lot of sentiments here, but I, I think that there's a lot more potential than a lot of other reality shows we've seen. Like, this has potential. So many reality shows we watch have zero potential. Very true. <laughs> so, I mean, even putting it in the middle third is, like, kind of, like, giving it, like, a, uh, like, it's hard. Like, it's definitely on a borderline for me, for sure. Like, it, it definitely could be put in the top third, but, like, I would have to give it a couple more episodes to, like, really place it. I, 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 I do think that like while while the theme is weak, I do think that there are a lot of interesting people and characters on the season and I'm I'm curious to kind of see where some of those people go. But Yeah, I mean the theme at this point is just like the Davids like using the David as their like rallying point and the Goliaths just like ignoring it, like Yeah. Because no one wants to be Goliath in the story of David versus Goliath, so it's like kind of it, odd. It didn't end great for Goliath. <laughs> Did not. No. Did not. So we watched the whole season. We're going to get some updates. We should. We should. Ooh. So uh, all right. committed myself. He's in. Uh, all right. So we've gone super long this week. So I think that's it for us. Special episode 100. Extra L pod. Extra large. Extra special show. Didn't turn out, you know, as uh, well as probably <laughs> most people would assume, I guess. We need those... We need those redneck margaritas for episode 100. Oh, we did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess this is probably the reason why we waited episode 100 to do Survivor. Like, no one was really excited to be doing it. So, <laughs> this is what happens. All right, we got to do an insane show next week. All right, Max. We'll do Jigglos again. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, well, you can find us on Twitter at on. You can find us on Facebook.com slash on. You can email us questions and suggestions at whoputthisson at gmail.com. Please rate us on iTunes. It really helps. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.